Hi guys, uh, welcome to part one of Christina's episode. So in season three now we're making a shift towards 30 minute episodes as we'll explain in the new introduction. Um, this episode is specifically focused on social enterprise and conscious consumerism and we talked to Christina about her social enterprise that she's recently founded called Honey's Skincare. If that's what you're interested then carry on listening and we've got a great episode coming up for you soon. Hi everyone, Josh and Ryan here and welcome back to the 2% podcast. Research shows if you put 100 random people in a room, somewhere amongst them, there'll be just two truly incredible, inspirational people who are living their lives to the fullest. In this podcast, we bring those exact people to you week in, week out. 2% of a day is just half an hour. So thank you for taking 2% of your day to be educated and inspired by joining us on our journey as we learn the secrets, routines and dreams of the two percenters. Today, Josh and I are joined by Christina Akintoe. Hello, Hello welcome. Thank, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm super excited for this episode. So let's get straight into it with your kind of bio. So tell us, tell us who you are. Okay, yeah, I'm going to tell you who I are. I are. <laughs> rather than what I do because yeah. I think a lot of people when they say oh tell us who you are introduce yourself they mm-hmm. talk about what they do but I, I believe that you're more than what you do you are who you are so yeah my name is Christina Akintwe I'm just about to turn 25 which makes me feel so old um, <laughs> but I am someone who just loves to make people smile and laugh I'm someone who's very compassionate and very um, I believe someone that kind of advocates to empathy we should all be empathetic towards each other and also I'm someone that loves to bring out the best in other people and make them realize what their best is and make them want to use that to make the world a better place so everything I do or everything I aim to do kind of centers mm-hmm. around all of that so yeah that's it really that's amazing <laughs> I love that because I think you're absolutely right that you know we're kicking off with such a, a good point that Every time we've done an episode or every time you go to a networking event, you introduce yeah. yourself. You're like, hello, I run a podcast. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, who are you? What do you actually like? Exactly. like? Who are you as a person? What are you passionate exactly. about? What do you enjoy? What are your values? Yeah. So I love that you're living with that at the forefront of, of, of what you're doing, which yeah. is great. So yeah, moving on to the kind of less human side then. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk a bit about your education, your background, how we met and kind of what you're working on at the yes. moment. Let's talk about that. Sure. So we actually met at an event run by our uni, Loughborough Uni, the best uni in the world. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so in 2013, I started Loughborough Uni, which makes me feel a bit old. <laughs> I went into my first year actually applied and started a course in international relations and by the end of my second year a first year I decided to change it to Mm. politics and international relations because I just wanted to get more out of it and yeah studied that as my undergraduate I went on a year abroad to France and lived in Lyon for a year which was fantastic or should I say fantastic Fantastic, (laughs) and then yeah and then after Graduating in 2017, I started a master's in 2017, Mm -hmm. in September 2017, at Loughborough, London. I'm a Londoner, so it was really good to be able to go to my uni, but Mm. in my city. So, yeah, I started Loughborough, London. I studied diplomacy, business and trade and finished that last year. And then basically during my master's, 
I had the amazing opportunity to be incubated by the university for my business idea, which is Honey Skincare. And we're a skincare brand that is specifically for people with eczema. And we just aim to empower people and kind of educate people about what people with eczema go through. Because it's more than just a rash. It's like, a, you know, it's a very self-conscious um, mm. thing and can really affect people's self-esteem. So, yeah, with me being this sort of ball of energy and yeah. positivity, I just want people to feel the same. I just want people to feel happy about life. Like life is a gift, no matter what, even if you're going through an illness that doctors say is incurable like eczema yeah you can get on with life and you can be that's such a powerful message (laughs) (laughs) that's just uh, yeah just really really impressed by you and so happy that we we're gonna we're gonna have a chat you know (laughs) you know when you get that vibe with some people you just feel that energy yeah you have that like thank you every time we've met it's just been like oh yeah gonna have a chat with you you know what i mean so i'm really pleased we can get to do this so that was 2017 that honey's was founded as well then just to get the time it's right so there was that overlap yeah 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 starting your masters and starting starting honey's yes And so now, am I right in saying that you're part of the studio on, on main campus? Yeah, yeah, yeah although I'm not, not there much. Not, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm there yeah. in spirit. So that is the, is it an accelerator they call it? So they actually call it a graduate commercialization hub. Okay, yeah. <laughs> which to, to, in simple terms is an incubator in the sense that the uni likes your idea that you submit. They take you on for two years or you can extend it. And in, in those two years, you can get funding after, up to £15,000. Okay. You get mentorship and you get training, which is, I believe, world-class. Yeah. The sort of mentorship you get and the training you get is just absolutely amazing for your business. Like my business will not be where it is today, which I don't even believe is that great yet Mm. without studio. They make you think of so much. And one thing I love about the studio is that once you start your your sort of round or Mm -hmm. your cohort, they make you do a, a week of intensive training. And that's five days, Monday to Friday, nine till five, sitting down and just dissecting your business. And through that, business names changes, business changes. Because my business, when I started the studio, wasn't Honey Skincare. It was called Something Else. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a clothing line, which I wanted to do skincare with it. And then I decided, you know what, it's time to just focus on one thing. And I also changed the name. So, yeah. Christina, Christina, I'm interested yeah. in what that um, what that relationship looks like with the studio because you mentioned that you're not there much. Like, how do, how does it work? Do you have to be positioned on campus to do it? Or no? So basically, there is the reason that it's on campus is because one of the other offers that I didn't mention. So the mentorship, the funding, they also give you office space. Oh, okay. So if you, so a lot of people have actually moved to Loughborough. They live in Loughborough, and every day that's the office space they use. It's absolutely free. It comes with mm-hmm. your you know, cohort of the package, basically. But because I don't live in Loughborough, and I was, uh, the first year of me doing the studio, I was a, I was a master student in London. I use the London campus anyways. And Mm -hmm. because I'm still part of the studio, I can use as well. So that's how that relationship works. But I often go up for training and I go up for mentorship or I have my one-to-ones on online or over the phone Um, because there are a lot of people that live in London or don't live in Loughborough but did get onto the course right yeah yeah cool so I'm gonna pick up on the 
well, maybe it isn't, but what I see is a kind of subject difference maybe between yeah. what you're studying no. and, and your business. So <laughs> is that, how did that kind of come about? Because obviously you've got the business part of your master's, but then yeah. your, your degree, your, your undergrad is very much kind of politics focused. Yeah. How did you come about that, that founding kind of journey whilst you're studying? Yeah, it's so good because a lot of people ask me this question and it wasn't until maybe sometime late last year that I realised how my two loves can come together. So obviously, like I mentioned at the beginning, I love to bring out the best in people. Yeah. But I also ha- have like deep passion for causes, mm-hmm. basically international causes, specifically anything to do with the Millennium Development Goals Mm -hmm. or should I say Sustainable Development Goals they're called now. So I loved international relations even before I joined university. Always wanted to work for the UN. Always wanted to do that sort of philanthropic, Mm. making the world a better place type of thing. Have that impact. Yeah, Yeah, and have that impact. And I've always known that I think I've been born to do it just because of the way my personality is. And yeah. I see things and I'm more affected by it. So, for example, mm-hmm. if I see a beggar on the street, I noticed from a really young age that I would be more compassionate and upset about that situation than someone next to me. It doesn't make me better. It just makes me know that this is for me. Yeah. And I'm the person to help make the change. So I've always been passionate about international relations and politics and how nations should really be working to help the citizens of their nation, basically. So that's where that came from. And basically, I don't think I've ever told you this story, and I don't know if you know it, Ryan, but in my second year, Mm -hmm. I was studying for my exams in June or May, and my skin just got really bad and it got bad to the point that I woke up one day and I wasn't able to get out of bed because my skin was so stiff that I became immobile basically and so I was rushed to hospital and you know just they gave me a lot of medication and you know my friends in my flat and my family who came down from London had to help me get ready and cream my body for yeah, me and yeah. feed me and all of that sort of stuff and I didn't realize that eczema could get that bad yeah, yeah. and so it was me lying on my bed being forced to lie on my bed and probably very high from <laughs> medication <laughs> yeah. made me think that life is more than this I need to do something that makes people makes an impact in life and I want to look back on my life and think you know, I've done something meaningful. So that's why I came up with my clothing line. And my clothing line was to empower people to feel comfortable in their skin. But after like two years, that changed to a skincare company. So yeah, yeah. that is the story of how it all comes together. Yeah, yeah. No, I can really see that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know that story, actually. <laughs> so that's really given me the context of how, yeah. how Honey's has come about. Yeah. And yeah. No, I, I think it's really interesting that you're thinking like your response to social issues or or inequity or injustice yeah. whatever, as much as it's different from the person next to you like yeah. that's not making you better than them like, I think there's a lot of focus on kind of moral high ground around that definitely. kind of thing do you know what I mean yeah I, people, I don't know how to describe it yeah but. definitely I think people look at billionaires that have these foundations and and think that maybe they are more ethical or yeah. maybe they think they are by setting up these foundations but when you come to realize that we're all the same we've yeah. all created the same and we're all equal just because you feel that you can give to people doesn't mean you 
you're better. And if someone is poor and I give to them, doesn't make me a better person. It just makes me someone that thinks that they need something. So I give it to them. And so I think we need to come out of this mentality that we are better, therefore we should give, or we have extra income, therefore we should give. And I think the richest people that have these foundations have recognised that they're just like everybody else, if anything, they got lucky. And there's people like Bill and Melinda Gates that are doing Mm. amazing things for healthcare and development, developing countries and doing amazing things in general towards sustainable development goals because they have recognised that, look, we have this amazing life, we built this amazing company, we have extra income. Instead of us sitting down and thinking, what can we do with that income? Let's actually use that income to make an impact. Yeah, make a difference. Make a yeah, difference, yeah. yeah. And it's such a big thing as well. Like We've got the, the UN Climate Conference happening at the moment in yeah, New York. Yeah. There's been lots and lots of coverage online around that and so the SDGs are really getting more yes coverage more awareness around them and so I think what we are moving towards gradually is different models of business yeah. different models of actually hold on what that business model does is it just affects the shareholder value there's no impact on the people of mm. that company you know mm. and it sounds like what you're building with Honeys is very much geared towards that kind of social entrepreneurship side of actually, yes, I can build a company that solves this need and gets me profit, but I can do that in a way that is sustainable, it impacts the environment, it impacts the people who who create your products. So is, is that something you're... Definitely, yeah, yeah. Social corporate responsibility is a word that a lot of businesses use for, unfortunately, marketing. Yeah, and they use it because they're like, okay, you know what? If we're a company that seems ethical, that seems that we care about our social corporate responsibility, we're going to put on our website that we plant trees because you know we make paper or something like that. And so that's their corporate social responsibility. But what I think a lot of people don't realise is if you have a true corporate social responsibility, you should see the impact that you're having on the lives Mm -hmm. of other people. And, you know, sustainability is more than just the environment. It's actually about human beings because as human beings, we should be thinking about the next generation and how we can help them. And that's where sustainability comes from. If we don't save the environment, then we're then we're damaging the next generation. Yeah. And so I think when it comes to so, social corporate responsibility, people should think about, okay, you know, how can I actually be um, a company that actually considers the needs of other people yeah. rather than my customers? Yeah, your customers are important because they will make you profit and money. But what are you doing for the environment? So we get our raw materials from a place in Nigeria. And one of the things that I aim to do is actually just build a relationship with the community there and just ask them, like, what do you need to to make your business flourish? Because I'm buying from you, therefore it's a business for you too. Mm. What can I do for you? Is it that you need more materials? Is it that you want to understand how to structure your business effectively so you can be making money in the best way possible? Or is it just generally about you needing just support, really? So, yeah, like, that is what social responsibility is. And a lot of people just do it just to tick the box, box. which is sad. Um, Not all. Not all. Some companies doing great things, but, yeah. 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 And it's great to see that you're sharing that impact right the way through your supply chain as well. Exactly. I think there's 
again, a lot of focus on, okay, this is the business and then what can I do to impact the customers to keep them buying from me yeah. but not enough going the other way on yeah. the whole supply chain, the whole kind of business structure as a whole. Definitely. It's about the whole supply chain and it's also about your customers knowing that when they buy a product, they're also making an impact yeah, too. that transparency. That transparency because yeah. I love that there's companies like Tom's that if you buy a pair of Toms, mm. they give a pair of shoes to a yeah, child shoe, that yeah. that need yeah. it, you know. So, and I have these amazing friends who run a company called Branch Brush, mm. and they sell natural toothbrushes and you know oh. aim to um, reduce plastic waste. And they they would love to get to point. I think they have gotten to point already that they give a toothbrush to. Yeah, they have gotten to yeah. point where they give it. They give one of their toothbrushes to a child in a less fortunate area and educate them about dental health once you buy their toothbrushes. So it's not just about saying, okay, you know, what I have this business, I want to make money. It's about actually saying, what impact can I make? And that's why I always tell people, if you're an entrepreneur, you're starting a business, the, the drive for money is not enough because you will eventually give up. But when you know in your mind that you're doing this for more than money, then you will never stop because yeah. you understand that there's a group of people literally relying on your idea to make their life better. Yeah, that that purpose and, that, and then that drive, you know, like it's one motivation to think, oh, these... 10 people are relying on me because of the paycheck but yeah. then it's another to think actually we're relying on that whole community for yeah. like that business is really affecting that that yeah. whole community Definitely. so it's interesting yeah. what you say about companies sort of I, I know the term greenwashing as in like they they present yes. themselves to they present themselves really green when in reality like the motives may not be there as a as yeah. a consumer how do you how do you see through that do you think as a consumer of the skincare industry or just an any industry? industries as a whole if you're, you're going shopping like how do you know which businesses are, are really making a difference and which have just put a nice shiny packaging on the front that they're making mm. a difference i think there needs to be more evidence so one thing i aim to do is actually just actually make documentaries about these things because businesses should also aim to educate as well as just sell (laughs) do you know what i mean like this world is such a big place but because of like globalization and modernization we are closer in our connectivity than we ever have been but we still fail to understand lives and experiences of other people Mm. so therefore businesses if the government isn't doing it businesses can actually work to educate people and so i love to make videos (laughs) so i thought you know maybe i should think about making documentaries about how honey skincare not just so we can show off but how honey skincare is 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 actually impacting lives throughout the supply chain as you Mm. said to show other businesses that they can do it too like it's not just about your packaging or saying i'm a green business this is made from 100 percent recyclable paper that's fantastic and i really support that yes i'm more likely to pick up a product that does say that than a product that doesn't but at the same time throughout your supply chain what are you doing what are you Mm. doing to avoid going against any sort of human rights you know you hear about these massive production companies that do you know go you know employ children that they really shouldn't employ at that age and the labor is wrong and all of that sort of stuff what are you doing to ensure that you are you know following those steps and following those rules i think yeah, as a consumer, that's how I believe you could know. Yeah, that. it's so it's so hard, isn't it, to yeah. kind of see through the marketing a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, like 
even as a business student who's educated in some of that communication, yeah. it's so hard to to see between the lines because that's what you have to try and do. And I think I think there's probably a wider point about sacrifice as well on, on like general consumption. So something that I've had to deal with recently is I'm trying to, as you're saying, Josh, kind of improve my consumption and that the impact that that has on the planet is just wondered this sustainable um, development goals. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Because everyone can make a difference and that's the important point. But something that I've been wrangling with is like snacks and the packaging around snacks. Uh, yeah. So I used to be somebody who just has loads and loads of snacks. But yeah. then as I've become more involved and educated around climate change and plastic pollution and the impact uh, that that has, I realised uh, that everything, literally everything that I enjoy in that sector mm. is not recyclable is mm. not made of paper is not mm. in any way benefiting the planet and yeah. the kind of sugar and fat content of those food products anyway it's not great for me anyway yeah. so i'm kind yeah. of like well i'm just going to give that up and <laughs> and kind of it's that it's that conflict of values that yeah. you have to sort of have that chat with yourself and say well actually i do care about everything else more rather than that personal consumption yeah. so and it is baby steps but yeah, so that's how I've kind of approached it, is that you just have to kind of draw the line somewhere. Just, just as yeah, another definitely. example of that as well, I remember when me and Ryan went for a meal together, like we always like met up after work every week. Yeah. And like we'd usually like have a steak or something. And I was like, went for my usual, went for a salad or something. I was like, Ryan, what are you not, you're not getting your steak? And he was like, no, I was trying to eat less cows and stuff, you know, for the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fair play, that's, that's commitment. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. Like, I've I've not had a steak or a like beef burger or anything like that for for a long while. So just that reduction of red meat, like yeah. fine, I still eat meat, but it's white meat and it's a bit different. And it's yeah. just baby steps for me, and so I'm yeah. hoping to take that forward and keep having that. But it is about breaking habits at the end of the day. Yeah. So it, it's not as easy as kind of snap and everything's changed and different. And then I suppose there is that element of well. I'm trying to do all of these things and it's really, really hard. And then X companies pollute in the ocean with X tons of oil every second or, yeah. you know, all these stories that you see. It's like, well, maybe my efforts are better place to help the companies to change. But then you realise how hard that is too. Yeah, and it so, is a hard thing. It yeah, is, so it's not easy. It, 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 it is hard. But again, I think my, my message would be to just take the steps that you're taking and continue to push that and push yourself as hard and fast as you can, mm. but sim- similarly not kind of beat yourself up about that. But what's really good to kind of bring it back to you, Christina, is that you're you're doing that and those values are at your core of you, of you and your business from the start yeah. rather than thinking, as a lot of companies are having to now, you know, years and years down the line of going down X practice of then trying to change Bank. Yes. you're building that from the ground up right? yes yeah and that's why i'm saying these things out loud because they make me accountable yeah. so when things do kick off um i make sure that i follow them and it is at the heart of my business plan and it is at the heart of everything i want to do and who i am as a person and yes nobody's perfect like i'm not 100 sustainable and i think it is difficult to be but like you said it's about the baby steps it's the yeah. little things and if you can work to make the world the better place in the way you can mm. see everyone thinks yeah. okay I'm going to make the world a better place but it's it that's why I started today talking about who I am because mm. I know my core values is that I'm compassionate um I've got a lot of energy I like to make people smile and laugh and I just love people whereas that's my well, way to make the world better whereas someone else 
they're just maybe more mm. analytical. They're more, they're just different, complete opposite to me. The way they make the world change is maybe paying attention to tiny details, which some is something that is not necessarily a strength for me. So I think it's all about thinking about how you can make yeah. the world a better place. And like you said, you've stopped eating steaks. I don't know when that's going to be me, yeah. but <laughs> maybe one yeah, day. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, <laughs> I tried to be a vegan for four months, which was actually mm. fantastic. Like, I really loved it. Yeah, yeah. And I discovered all these vegetables I didn't even know existed. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. And I did feel like I was making the world a better place. But I just got to be real. Like, I'm African and yeah. we don't need <laughs> to be vegans. <laughs> So, you know, it's difficult to live in an African household and tell yeah, your mum and dad yeah. that you're not eating yeah, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but in the way that I can, which is by just being compassionate and trying to understand yeah. people's situations, that's the way I'm changing the world. Yeah. And I really admire the way you aim to change the world. Yeah, no, thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, from a mindset point, it is just about that self-awareness, isn't it? Not thinking yeah. that... Well, Yes, as a as a group, as a generation, as 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 a you know, human race level, mm. we're all facing these big big issues. But you have to break it down; otherwise, they are too big to tackle. Like you're yeah. not going to end climate change by yourself. Yeah. But if you break the issues down, you break what it is you want to have an impact down on whatever that is, and that could be as much as having a positive impact on somebody sitting next to you on the bus, just doing a smile. It. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all it. little things like that. Yeah. Um, so acknowledging that you're not going to be able to change everything, mm. especially not in one go, exactly, is what's important to actually having that having that impact. Yeah. Okay, we're going to end the conversation there, guys. We hope you enjoyed that episode. I uh, hope you like the new format of trying to break it down and bring you some more value in a short amount of time. Um, that episode was specifically focused on social enterprise, as you know. If you want to catch the second half of the conversation, it's coming very soon, and that'll be focused on personal development and things like... Uh, living by your values and knowing your strengths and weaknesses so a really good part of the conversation the word association game will be there and we hope to see you very soon well that's it for another episode of the two percent podcast thanks so much for tuning in we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording if you or someone you know has a story to tell we'd love to hear from you so please get in touch and if you have a question you want answering send it in to us using anchor voice messages and you can feature in a future episode All the links are in the description. Stay motivated, follow your dreams, and as always, do it with a smile.